You're listening to the Good Girls Get Rich podcast, episode 261. Welcome to the Good Girls Get Rich podcast with your host, Karen Yankovich. This is where we embrace how good you are, girl. Stop being the best kept secret in town. Learn how to use simple LinkedIn and social media strategies and make the big bucks. Hello, I'm your host, Karen Yankovich, and I'm so excited for you to meet Bridget Brady today. Bridget and I met, I don't know, a year or two ago, maybe, and realized that we'd crossed paths. At least I'd realized we'd crossed paths a few years before when I was doing some research on something. And we just never connected at that time for whatever reason. But when we did, boy, did I realize how smart she is. And Bridget's one of those people in my life that, you know, it, she rounds it out a little bit in my business, right? I, I stay really focused on helping you have more impact, influence, and income by the building people in your network with LinkedIn and PR marketing. And Bridget really expands that across social media, something that I do not have the bandwidth or frankly inclination to do. So it was really fun to get a chance to talk to Bridget and just talk about all the other things that, right, that we don't get to talk about as much around here. So without any further ado, meet Bridget Brady. I am so excited to be here today with Bridget Brady, who is the founder and CEO of AmpUpMyBiz.com. Bridget is an enlightened entrepreneur, speaker, social media authority, and number one international bestselling author. Bridget's passionate about helping entrepreneurs and business owners get the tools they need to catapult their business success. Bridget's worked in the information technology industry for over 20 years. She spent seven of those years in New York working on Wall Street. Feeling trapped in corporate America prison and seeing no way out of the rat race, she started her own business. And that company is Amp Up My Biz, which is now a leader in the world of online marketing. Bridget and her team provide full-service, soup-to-nuts marketing solutions, including social media marketing and training, website design and development, graphic design, email marketing, and more. Her latest book, Jobs to Jammies, Get Out of Your J-O-B and Be a Work-in-Your-PJs Entrepreneur, is a number one international bestseller. Bridget's had the opportunity to speak internationally for audiences large and small. She's spoken on stages with many industry greats like Les Brown, Ernst & Young's Entrepreneur of the Year, Larry Broughton. Carrie Murphy, Kim Coles, Craig Duswalt, just to name a few. Bridget's passionate about helping business owners grow their brands, their businesses, and their bottom lines. The Amp Up My Biz mission is simple. Help businesses grow quickly, easily, and with greater joy through the awesome power of online marketing. She's helped thousands of entrepreneurs create and close more business, and she can help you and me do the same. And Bridget and I met through some like business colleagues, so we, I get to talk to her on a regular basis. And I'm telling you, this lady is a smart one. So I'm so excited to have you here today. Yay, Karen. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You know, it's funny when I think about the name of your book, I remember like when I was in corporate at a J-O-B and leaving, it was probably like, maybe like 2014. So I was leaving my job and had all these visions of what it was going to be like. Like I was going to be a work in my PJs entrepreneur, right? And then Zoom came about. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, now I work in my PJs from the bottom down because I'm on camera way more than I ever thought I was going to be when I when I did this, right? There it was it's a it's really been an interesting journey, the visibility journey in the last bunch of years. But tell me a little bit about like, okay, so you were first of all, I was spent also spent most of my corporate in internet information technology. I don't think I knew that you did the same. How did you go from an information technology to social media? Yeah. So I did 15 years in corporate America, like very, very serious corporate America. I was in 
IT software developer. I was an IT project manager. Like you said, seven years on Wall Street. I mean, it was Armani suits and Prada shoes and pantyhose every day of my life is what it was for a long time. And essentially, I, gosh, towards the end of my corporate career, I started talking a lot of smack about getting out from under the man and about starting my own business and becoming an entrepreneur. And as I look back, the reality is I was never going to leave that paycheck, but it was one of those like, be careful what you wish for moments because again, I mean, for not that many years, but like several years, I was like, oh, I'm going to get out of this J-O-B. I'm going to have my own business. And the universe was listening because in the big economic downturn, 2008, 2009, 2010, and I thought I thought I missed it because in 2010, I still had my J-O-B and I was like, oh, I, I missed it. I missed the corporate downturn. I walked into my office one Friday morning. I was working for the largest mortgage banker in the country at the time. I walk in my office Friday morning to an email that essentially says, Dear Ms. Brady, thank you so much for your eight years of excellent service. Today is your last day. Done. Wow. Wow. So I used to call 2010 my year of financial ruin. Yes, I did. I now call it my year of the Phoenix because apparently I had to burn my life to the ground to create the incredible life I get to live today. And in a five-month span, I lost my fancy high-paying job. Uh, I lost my very, very pretty place to live one block from the ocean here in Los Angeles. Yes, I did. And my boyfriend left me. My friends say he was in it for the money. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that when when my job was gone, so was my boyfriend. So I spent two months. So to answer your question, like, how did I get into social? I spent two months lying on my floor, like literally lying on my floor. Oh, because when my boyfriend left, he took everything we owned. Furniture. Oh, silverware, times. Plates, pots and pans. He took everything. So when you were saying laying on your floor, you literally didn't ha- had no choice. You had to be I had no choice. Floor. I had no money. You know, I had furniture. No, like, it was, it was really like, again, I used to call wow. it my own financial room. So I was lying on my floor for two months, feeling very sorry for myself. And then like a little, not like a little knock from the universe. It was, the universe was like, you know, Bridget, you talked for years about starting your own business. Like there are no jobs to be had. Do it. This is now is the time. Start your own business. So I spent about a year failing forward, mostly failing, trying this thing and that thing. And I, it was always IT. It was always something like internet related because that was my background. But like just nothing was working. And then I remembered that when I had my fancy J-O-B, I took an incredible insanely expensive social media marketing class. This was before social media was cool. Like I took social, I learned social media before social media was cool. And I was like, I wonder if this social media stuff works and spoiler alert, it does. I started applying (laughs) social media to what I did. My businesses grew. My friends and colleagues wanted to know what I was doing. I helped them grow their business. And at some point I said, this is way more, it's way more interesting to help other people grow their businesses with social media and online marketing than to sort of stay in my own little box. And the rest is history. Amp Up My Biz was born. And here we are. Awesome. That's awesome. I love that. And you know, it's so, so much, so much changes. So, you know, I can say that my story is not all that different, although I didn't get 
you know, I voluntarily left my job. But when I say voluntarily, it, I just didn't, I truly didn't have a choice because I couldn't stay there. But but it was the same kind of thing, right? I was intrigued by social media. I loved what it could do for me. And as soon as I started doing it, people started saying, how did you know how to do that? How do you have so many Facebook fans? How do you do? And I'm like, uh-huh, maybe that's what I should be doing. But you're a lot braver than me because I was like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. How do you know what's going on with all these platforms all the time? So that's why I kind of started to niche down a little bit more to LinkedIn because what I was doing when I was creating people's strategies was I was saying, okay, what's different now about what it was like 15 years ago when the, you know, copy guy walked into your office to sell you copy supplies. We didn't really care what he had for lunch or if he had kids or grandkids. Now people care more about you than they ever did before. So, so I was kind of driving everybody to LinkedIn first because I felt like our personal brands were more important in the, you know, like 2010 era and on than they ever were before. But you stuck with social media in general. So I got to give you a lot of credit for that because that's a lot. That's a lot. How did you do that? How did you, how do you stay on top of all the things? It's so, you were correct. It's so much. And one word, team. So when I started, it was over eight years ago when I started Amp Up My Biz, I was a total solopreneur, like solo, solo, solo. I did all the things half of them poorly, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was doing graphic design and let me tell you what, I'm not a graphic designer. Like it was, it was not pretty. So over the course, like now we're a team of 15, like genius marketers and graphic designers and web designers and copywriters and all the things. And it's team, 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 team. So every week in our team meeting, like one of my team's jobs is to bring like the latest and greatest and to stay up on everything that's happening across social media. And it's not easy and it's a huge job. And I don't think I could do it by myself, honestly. Well, you could, but it's just, how could you be, you, you know, it's kind of like a jack of all trades, right? So I love that you you know, I like to say, especially for those of you who are where Bridget was and were certainly where I was and where most entrepreneurs were at one point, which is doing everything yourself, you know, sometimes it's hard to give up some of that stuff. But I like to say, like, if you really want to be like the CEO of your business, I like to equate myself to like the superintendent of schools doesn't need to know how to teach art. They need to know they have a good art teacher. Right. right? And like, that is how... It sounds like that's maybe how you grew your business. That's how I grew my business. And that's an important lesson. Not always an easy lesson to learn as we're growing our businesses, right? Because we're like, well, I could do it better. I could do it faster, you know? I know. Well, when I- have to give up that control a little. Yeah. When I was solopreneuring and it's not that my- The truth is now looking back, I wouldn't even really call it a business, right? Like I owned a job. I owned my own. I owned a job that I paid myself as opposed to being paid by corporate- And I remember I was at, I had eight clients and I worked about 10 to 15 hours per week on each client. So I was at like 80 to a hundred hours a week, but for real. And if anyone who's never actually worked a hundred hours a week, like for a year or two or three, it's like almost like suicide almost. I mean, it's, it's really a lot. Like it's more than people like, Oh, a hundred hours a week. I'm like, try it for six months. It's seven days a week, all day, all night. Like it was crazy. And I made, I sort of stepped back (laughs) and I said, okay, like this is, you know, I'm going to end up harming myself. I'm going to hurt my health. Like this isn't going to work. So I said, okay, Bridget, you have two choices right now. Either you you know, double or triple your 
prices, your rates, and you half your clients, or you hire a team and actually build a business. And I said, no, I think it sounds more fun to actually build a business. And I didn't have the money for it. And my fr- I hired my first two team members, like on a wing and a prayer, just trusting that if I hired two team members, another few clients would come in and they did. And here, and awesome. again, and the rest is history. Awesome. So let's shift a little bit to, to your expertise, right? Like if I am, you know, the, the listeners to this show are often people that, you know, we talk a lot about your personal brand, the importance of creating a brand and knowing that people are going to Google you or throw your name into a search engine and find out what they know about you and, and how we can create what comes up when that happens, right? How we can create that with social media, with publicity, with interviews and, you know, PR opportunities. So knowing that that's the audience like what are some tips that you would give us to to get started because you know certainly a lot of you know there's so much there's so much i'm going to say controversy and i don't really care about controversy that much but i'm going to use that word because there's so much controversy of should i be visible on facebook i don't want to be visible i don't want to be on my phone all the time am i working if i'm on the beach or am i on the beach be- you know and i'm not working like what so social media is i feel like in some ways it's it's the best thing that's ever happened to us, but so many people think it's the worst thing that ever happened to them, right? So now they're stepping into this new role and they're creating this brand. How do they do that in a way that they, they're not working 100 hours a week and, and still taking advantage of these amazing tools that are out there? Absolutely. Okay. I have so many. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to be succinct. Okay. So number one, when you're starting, especially if you're a solopreneur, I recommend that you focus on two to four platforms and that's it. Like it could literally be two, right? Two, three, four maximum. Now, the quick rewind is please, please, I beg of you, go register on every single platform that exists and get your brand, get your company name or your brand name or your name. When I was, when Instagram kind of first hit the scene, myself and a bunch of other very smart social media experts, we literally were like, (laughs) Instagram, what a joke. It's pictures. You can't even put a link in a post you still can't. I mean, stories and reels, right? But we were literally like, that's, it's a joke platform. It's going to be dead in a hot (laughs) second. Oh my goodness. Am I so glad that I went and registered like at amp up my biz. And I was like, I will never use this platform. It's one of our largest platforms now. I mean, come on. Okay. So register your name everywhere. If you're a solopreneur, focus on two to four platforms. If you have team, get crazy with it. Four, five, six, seven platforms. If you have team, you can get crazy with it. But if you're a solopreneur, stay focused. Two is I want to really invite people to remember that there's so much peripheral benefit to social media. I want to invite you to get a little off the social media crazy of like how many followers and how much engagement and how many likes and I need to be on there every day and I need to be like no 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 like stop the insanity people are going to cyber stalk you hey there it's Karen and I just wanted to take a minute to just you know remind you that the reason that I leaned in to mostly LinkedIn strategy to support the strategies that I teach is because 
I think that when you when we're doing all the things we're learning about from Bridget today, when we're having these conversations with the kinds of people that we talk about on this episode having, you're doing it from a position of power when you're doing it from that strong LinkedIn profile, right? So even though I think that, you know, I certainly have a visibility plan that uses more platforms than just LinkedIn, I do still think that LinkedIn is the foundation for all of this, at least in for most of the people that listen to this show. And that is what we do in our She's Linked Up Accelerator program. We help women have more impact, more influence, and more income. I want there to be more wealthy women in the world. And it starts with us, how we show up, what our brand looks like, and how we are, um, how we're talking about ourselves and how the world sees us, right? So if you want to know what it looks like to get some help with that, I would love to chat with you. Just go on over to karenyankovich.com slash call and grab some time on the calendar and Let's take, you know, I've got too much imposter syndrome to take those steps off of your worry list once and for all. KarenYankovich.com slash call gets you to that calendar. We'll have a quick call. Listen, we're going to chat. You're going to get a ton of value out of that call. If it, if it, if we think there's a fit for us giving you some support with all of this stuff, we will tell you what that looks like. But we need to both think that and... Like I said, either way, the call's designed to be really, really valuable for you. So I look forward to seeing your name on the calendar. There is a very specific way to create your social media strategy. So not only does it give in a way to your audience that when you ask, it feels like a gift, right? Like, like it's a very, very lovely dance that you can do this with and I just, I talk to people all the time and they're like, but I only have so many followers. And I'm like, I don't, not that I don't care. I care. But like, what's your ROI? How much money are you making from your social media? And that is always the question I ask is great. Like, let's look at your social, but I also want to look at your funnel. What are your opt-ins? What are your lead magnets? So this is this is the biggest this is like the the biggest secret of all the secrets is that as a business owner the purpose of your social media is to get people off social media. That is the whole entire purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I completely <laughs> agree with that. Yeah. No, amen. And yes, engagement and yes, followers. And yes, yes, yes. And yes, all those things. But what all those things, when social media is done right, I don't really like those words of like right and wrong, but when it's done strategically, all of those things is this beautiful give and take with your ideal client that ultimately gets them off of social media from their world into your world where then you truly have the opportunity to nurture them and create relationships and build the cha-ching, cha-ching and actually get money into your bank account. Those are a few. So important. And you know, so I love that you talked about the fact that you're, that you look at, well, one of the things that need to be looked at is your things like your lead magnets and your funnels. Because, you know, when I was, when I, when I had an agency similar to what you're doing, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, I drew the line at that because that's just not my strength. It's never been my strength. I hire people to do that now. Right. But so I could drive people there, but then I was like, this is, there's a disconnect here. Because, and I'd say to them, it's not that I was pretending that I was going to do that. You know, I would say to them, here's the deal. I'm not looking at your website. I can get them there, you know, but I can't do it. I can't promise you they're going to, and then say to me, well, why didn't you tell me that was going to happen? I'm like, oh no, I did tell you that was going to happen. So it is a, it's such an important point. I remember one guy that I was working with, he, 
we grew his Twitter following, you know, at the time Twitter was a really big platform, certainly for this guy. And, you know, he had a couple thousand followers and then he launched his product and like, he's like, okay, but nobody bought it yet. (laughs) Well, if everybody, I have like 50,000 Twitter followers. If every one of my Twitter followers bought my stuff, I'd be sitting, you know, I'd be like on a mountainside somewhere, you know, not here working with you in, you know, Connecticut. Because it, it, it is it is all part of the journey. It's part of the visibility journey, right? But yes. you got to get visible, then you got to get them to your website, and then your website's got to do its job, right? Yeah. And your website's got to do its job. And, and then again, there's statistics around these things that are statistics are real things, you know, like oh, this many, you know, we're shooting for this percentage of people to do what we want them to do at the website. It's not, that percentage number is never 100. You know, right. it's never going to be a hundred percent. Right. So, so I love that you're talking about that because that's all so, 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 so important. Well, and I think that the other piece of the puzzle that I think business owners, certainly new business owners miss is that social media is holistic, right? So it's all the things. So it, yes, it's the content you put out, but it's also what are your, what are you asking for? Right. So the two biggest mistakes, well, there's so many mistakes. Two of the biggest mistakes that I see business owners make is it's either all give or all ask. Right. So I talk to them and I'm like, great. Tell like, let's talk about your social strategy or let me look and see what you're doing. And, you know, half of them are like, I'm going live every day. I'm putting out blogs and vlogs and this and that and lifestyle photos and bah, da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. Talk to me about your lead magnets. Like, and it's, they're like, well, what do you mean by a lead magnet? I'm like, okay. Right. Okay. Right. Or the opposite, which honestly is worse. And yes. it's probably more than 50%. Every post is buy my stuff, buy my stuff, go to my website, go to my website, book a call, book a call, book a call, book a call. I'm like, oh my gosh. So not only does your audience say like, save your pretty voice, like save your pretty voice, but the social media algorithm hates that. Like the social media algorithm will look at every post with a link and every post with a call to action, like a specific, like buy my stuff call to action. And the algorithm's like, I'm going to stop showing your stuff to people because this is, this is not going to work. So if I may, the ideal, this is tried and true, tested over hundreds of clients, thousands of students. It is my my coveted, my ninja secret 75-25 rule. So when you are creating your social media strategy, and this is the this is these are the basics, and then we can talk about how you can learn more, but these are the basics. You want to look at your social and 75 to 90 percent of your content must simply add value to your audience. That's it. 75 to 90%, you are just adding value. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. You're just give, give, giving. Then 10 to 25% of your content can be and should be, I know not to shit on us, but come on, can be and should be buy my stuff. Get my freebie, get my lead magnet, come to my webinar, come to my summit, book a call. And when you actually do it this way, like when you actually like look at your content calendar and it's 75, 25, like you will start to see your reach go up. You'll start to see engagement go up. You'll start to see opt-ins go up. Like you'll see, you'll just see everything start to tick up when you actually create a strategy that follows that essential uh, rule. 
Oh my gosh. So good. So let me ask you this. So let's just talk about this show, right? You and I are talking that you've dropped, you know, tons of great value bombs. Am I putting out there on social and, you know, a quote from Bridget and then just leaving it? Or am I saying a quote from Bridget, listen to the whole show at, is the listen to the whole show at part of the 75 or part of the 25? No. So because the, because the whole show at, I know it gets a little, it gets a little gray, but because you're not asking someone to opt in or pay for it, then that would be 75, right? Here's a quote from Bridget. Here's the whole show. That's part of the 75 where it gets to the 25% is, you know, here's a quote from Bridget and come to my, you know, op- opt in to get all my shows or opt in to right, get- Right, right, right. Okay. Or, right. So that's sort of the, that's the 75-25. Cool. I love that. I hear what you're saying. There's a lot of people, and I've certainly been in this category myself, where we're just creating a lot of content. And I definitely have calls to action on my content. But I think sometimes we we forget how important all that value is to people right? That free stuff. And that's what people, that's where people start to know, like, and trust you. That's Mm -hmm. where people start to get to know you. And, you know, I want to hear your opinion on, you know, how this all turns into actual business for you. But I think that one of the things that people, I know I underestimate even to this day is when people come to me and they're like, I've been listening to your podcast, or I've been watching your social media, I've been following you for years. And I'm like, I don't even know who these people are right? But they know me. And that's what I say to people when they, when they like, people say to me, well, should I accept these people on LinkedIn that want to connect with me that I don't know? I'm like, here's what happens when people that you don't know want to connect with you on LinkedIn. It means your digital marketing is working. It means they know you and you don't know them. It doesn't mean they're not spammers. Sometimes they're spammers. I get that that's part of this, right? But, but that's what we want. We want to create a strategy where more and more people know, like, and trust us. And we may not even know who they are. Right. Yes. So how do you build that? So a few things. One, I just want to reiterate something that you sort of said that is so important, right? Visibility and credibility. Like those two pieces of the puzzle, like will turn into more business over time. They just will. Like the law of large numbers never lies. This is why I love social media. Social media is simply a force multiplier. That's all it is. So you take your genius, your inspiration, your mission, your vision, your products, your services, and instead of sharing them with 50 people at a networking event or 100 people at a speaking gig, on social, you have the opportunity. Now, I know that not all of these people are your ideal client, but you have the potential of 5 billion people right? That's where we're at on social today. Five billion, five billion active social media users is where we're at today. So the law of large numbers never lies. So if you're taking your genius and putting it out and it is seen by 10,000 or 50,000 or a hundred thousand or a million people, there's no way around that not bringing you more business if you're providing value and you're amazing and building no love trust and sort of following the algorithm rules, there's no way around it. There's no way you can't avoid it. I said to my then boyfriend, now fiance, uh, when I was really getting like really good at this social media stuff and I was like, oh, I'm getting really good at this stuff. (laughs) And I said to him, I said, I cannot 
open my email or my social media right now without someone asking to give me money. Like it was like uncanny. Oh like my God, I hope you guys my- all heard that. <laughs> I know, That's right? awesome. I would close my social and we'd have lunch and I'd open it back up. I'd go back to work or I'd check my email and someone else either wanted to hire me or have me on their podcast or this or that, or like, I was like, babe, babe, like I literally cannot open my computer without someone wanting to give me money. But it didn't, it wasn't overnight. It wasn't like I did my social media for two weeks and then this is what happened, (laughs) right? It built up over years, quite honestly. And then once you, and you still have to keep building it, right? Like any relationship, but once you have that really great social media foundation and you build that no love trust, it just grows and grows and grows exponentially from there. So important. And, you know, I can attest to the fact that you take real vacations. So it's not like you're spending every day, seven days a week doing social media. Like you take real wow. vacations. And I literally just came back from a two week uh, birthday vacation with my sister and I was off grid. I was off grid for two right. weeks. Right. And you still do it because there are sometimes like there's, I can think of somebody and I'm not going to name names here, but I can think of somebody that I follow on Instagram and I'm like, does she travel with a camera crew? Like no matter what she's doing, there's videos of her, even when her entire family is in the video, like, does she travel with a camera crew? How is like, how does one do this? How does one have this kind of visibility? But I think there's a way to do this, right? Whatever's comfortable for you. I'm not as, it's not as necessary for me to have a camera crew on my personal, in my personal life, right? For what I do. It doesn't mean I don't share some of that, you know, but I think that there are ways, I love that you kind of live the life where you can have this amazing social media presence and have a life outside that is not being followed around by a camera crew? Well, I don't, but here's the other trick. And people don't, oh gosh, people just aren't really paying that close of attention. That's the truth. Like no, everyone is mostly concerned about themselves. No one's paying that much of attention. So I will tell you, I have a phone full of photos from my trip to the Eastern Caribbean of me on the beach and me, all the things. And then yes, I have team, but even if I didn't have team, I would do this, but like, I'm going to upload those to Google drive and then we're going to put those out. And then people are going to think that that's from when I'm on vacation. That's not, I'm back at work. And so when I'm at work, I work, when I'm on vacation, I vacation, I do take photos. I do take videos. Um, showing people who you are is important mm-hmm. on social, but <laughs> do, I used to have clients all the time and it would, it would drive me crazy. And then it would drive them crazy. They're like, I sent you this photo of me at this conference, you know, on vacation or whatever it is to yesterday. And it hasn't been posted today. I'm like, it doesn't need to be posted today. Like it's in your, it's in your calendar for two weeks from now. It's okay. Right? Like it doesn't have to be super real time. No one knows the difference. And that's one of the secrets to not being on social every day is we, how my team and I work, we work four to six weeks ahead. We sit down, essentially we batch all of our content for ourselves and our clients. And this is what we teach our students. We batch all of our client or all of our content. We sit down essentially once a month, schedule all that content out for the next like four ish, six ish, six ish weeks, and then go back to working on our business. And then we sit down again and schedule all of our content. So, and yes, of course we're in social monitoring and engaging, but it doesn't, 
you know, the big myth is like, you got to be on social, you got to be everywhere. You got to be there all the time. It's just not true. Like it's not true. You do need a step-by-step plan. You do need strategy, but these people who I literally, I talk to them, like I spend three hours a day on my social. I'm like, stop that. Like, please stop that. That's ridiculous. Don't do that. So how do we learn? You mentioned that what I teach my clients is, so how do you teach your clients? What, how do people work with you? So many, many ways, but, uh, I do have a, I happen, what great timing. I happen to have uh, a couple of 90 minute webinars coming up and they are the five insider secrets to creating massive success on social media where I dive much deeper. Like we spend an hour and a half together and I dive much deeper into five really specific strategies. And I know that it's going to be in the show notes and I know Karen mm-hmm. has it on her page. So I will, I'll let you, I, you know, I'll let you find the link appropriately, but I would say that is a great place to start is come hang out with me for 90 minutes, learn some really, really great social media strategies. And that's a perfect place to start. And I will say that I, you know, what I know of Bridget, like when I, if I have a social media question, I just ask her the question, whatever the answer is, I just do. I just do. I don't say, well, let me research that a little further. I'm like, nope, Bridget thinks this is how I should do it. That's how I'm going to do it because I'm not researching this anymore. Cool. So we'll put the link in the show notes to that. And then also on my karenyankovich.com slash tools page, I've had stuff for Bridget on there for a really long time because I think that she's, her stuff is great. And, you know, I believe that what you come to me for is more personal branding, LinkedIn and PR strategy, these things are complementary to that, right? So you, you, it's not like you don't need to do all this other stuff. I mean, you don't need, I shouldn't say need, you know, you may want to do more than this. And this is, you know, don't, there's no need to research 50,000 different people. Just do what Bridget says. (laughs) That's my strategy. Anyway, I do what Bridget says. So we'll put that, you can get that at karenyankovich.com slash tools. And then also obviously we'll put a link to that in the show notes. I have one more question for you that I forgot to ask you before, but I do want to ask you, what are you recommending people are doing with Twitter these days or X or whatever we're calling it? She just, dun, dun. If you guys can't see it, but she just rolled her eyes into the back of her head. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so here's the thing. X, oh, Elon, what are you doing, Elon? X is in a tremendous amount of transition right now. That's the truth. And there's no way around it. And they're changing things left, right, and center. And you know, buy the blue check and buy this check and do this. And it's in so much transition. So here is what I would recommend. Keep doing what you're doing. If if for some reason you're not on X, formerly known as Twitter, still grab your brand, grab your company name. Who knows what's going to happen? That's that's the that's the truth. I mean, I keep my ear to the ground. Like my team has their ear to the ground when it comes to social. But the reality is every day Elon's making like random decisions and just like, and now we're doing this. So I would say, make sure you are have a, a X account. I guess people pretty much know it's X now. Make sure you have an X account and just kind of keep doing what you're doing. I I feel like this is a little bit dangerous to say. I would not in this moment, unless you have this huge, huge X following and you're getting tons and tons and tons of business from X right now, I wouldn't necessarily be pouring tons of resources into X in this moment. I would keep it status quo. Like whatever you're doing, whatever you're posting, follow the 75-25 rule, whatever, whatever you're posting, I would just keep posting it there. X slash Twitter is sort of a 
feed the beast platform, right? If you might want it, you might be posting once a day or every other day on Facebook or one or two times a day on Instagram. On X, you do want to be posting like three, five, 10 posts. They're no longer tweets. Like you do want to continue the old Twitter strategy of, you know, like I said, three, five, even 10 posts formerly known as tweets every single day. Um, You can recycle those. It does not need to be new content every single week. You can recycle those. But I would say stay status quo for now and um, (laughs) come come join me in my webinar. We can talk about it there. Perfect. um, Perfect. That's a good answer. Yeah. yeah, Come join me. We can talk about it more there. Probably by the time this episode goes live, it will probably change. But it's it's a a particular interest to me because it was such a big platform for me for a while. And I do have a ton of followers there and I just don't know what to do with them. And somebody said to me recently, like, why aren't you using Twitter to like your pod? Twitter's your audience. You've got this huge following there. And I'm just like, because I don't know how to. I don't know. Like everything I do doesn't seem to do anything. I know. So, it's because it's changing so much. Right, and it's changing right. the algorithm every five seconds right now. So right. I would just say stay status quo. Do put your, do I would put your podcast. I do. And I do. Out. I definitely right. do. Yeah. I, would do I definitely that. And do. Then if you, like you, Karen, if you have a huge, huge Twitter following, sorry, X, oh my gosh, I even I, like the word just comes out of my mouth. Right. If you have a huge X following, you might want to consider a couple things doing um, some kind of strategic giveaway to have them come subscribe to you on one of, on another platform, on your YouTube, on your Facebook, on your Insta, you could do something mm-hmm. like that. You also could put out you know, some specific opt-ins that are like really specific to the followers you have on X to make sure that as many of those, in your case, 50,000 followers Mm -hmm. are in your database. So like those things that I would do. Awesome. Awesome. This was so good. So we're going to put your information about your uh, 90 minute masterclasses in to the show notes here and all the links to follow. You should follow Bridget and or amp up my biz everywhere. They, you know, across all social media, we'll put all the links in the show notes as well. This was so good. Thank you so much for doing this, Bridget. I love that I can send people to you and I no longer have to keep track of what's happening on these other platforms. And uh, thank goodness for people like you in the world. (laughs) Perfection. Karen, thank you so much. This was lovely as always. Thank you. It was so much fun to get a chance to chat with Bridget outside of our normal course of conversation. I hope you enjoyed hearing us dish about all the things that we get to dish about. And, you know, if you loved it or, you know, or if you think you have people that would also benefit by this, you know that we, I would love it if you would share this on your social media, tag me, tag Amp Up My Biz, all the links will be below. And we'll be sure to share your posts with our audiences and combined, we have some pretty big numbers. You are, you'll get your name in front of a ton of people. If you know, I'd also love to know your thoughts on this. Please leave a review wherever you listen to this show. And you know, that's how we help each other. There's a link for SpeakPipe in the show notes where you can leave an audio message. I listen to every one of those personally and I respond to every one of them personally. We get to have a little like talk. I'm not, I know I do a lot of talking at you in this podcast, but with SpeakPipe, I get to talk with you and I really love that. So maybe there's a guest you think I should interview or a topic you'd like to hear me talk about. SpeakPipe is a great place to do that or just say hi. I would love that. Um, so just go on over to karenyankovich.com slash 261 and you'll see the blog, all the show notes for this and the link for SpeakPipe and all the links that Bridget and I talked about here today. Remember, help me help you share this podcast, take a quick screenshot of this episode on your phone, share it on social, tag me, tag Bridget. And this is how we all 
lift each other up, get more visibility and create more wealthy women. This can be this simple. I'll see you back here next week with another episode. <laughs>